Recorded at 10.26 p.m. October 24th, 2016. So, here we go. We're recording. I'm recording. Or is we better? Ugh, this is weird. Speaking out loud. Out loud. Oh, okay. Dr. Moore said to treat this like I'm talking to an actual human being. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Hi there. I'm a crazy person. Oh, fuck's sake. Right. Let's try that again. Okay. My name is Lucy Dillon. I'm 22 years old from Cork in Ireland. And I have problems sleeping. I'm recording this. Oh, no, wait. I'm making this recording to act as a journal for Dr. Moore, who suggested I do so to help deal with my issues sleeping. Okay, this isn't that hard. So, basically, I just need to say out loud everything that pops into my head, which is fine. Okay, now I have gone totally blank on what I want to say. Oh, this is still so weird, so bear with me. Or, you know, don't, I don't know, if this is just be some coping tool or something, or if someone's actually going to be listening back to all of this and me thinking, what an absolute freak I am. But anyway. I'm making this recording now before I go to sleep. I'm getting an early night making sure I leave room for the full eight hours, just like Dr. Moore said. I've brushed my teeth. I haven't eaten anything in the last hour or so, followed all the instructions. So this is me saying, I feel fine. So now I'm going to try to go to sleep. Let's see what happens. I mean, it's not as if the actual falling asleep part is ever the hard thing, so I don't know if any of this is gonna make a difference. It's 20 to 11, and I'm pressing play on the disc I got. And turning the lights off. Guess I'll chat to you in the morning. Recorded at 2.58 p.m. October 24th, 2016. Your three o'clock appointment is here, Doctor. Right, you can send her in now. Great, will do. She's ready to see you now. Just through that door on your right there, Pat. Hello there. Lucy, is it? Oh, uh, yes. Nice to meet you. I'm Dr. Moore. Call me Philip if you prefer. Oh, you can hang your coat up over there if you want. Would you like a cup of tea? Or a glass of water, maybe? Um, uh, water's great, thanks. Please, sit down. Make yourself comfortable. So I know from speaking with your mother over the phone that you've been having some trouble sleeping. Probably best I hear from yourself what the bother is and we'll see what we can do. I don't even know where to start. Just start at the beginning. There's no pressure. You can tell me what you want to tell me, and I might have some questions, but you're under no obligation to answer. This is all for your benefit. Okay. 
So uh, for the last year or so, I guess um, I've been having, I don't even know what to call it. Like at first I thought it was nothing, just a few weird dreams, but then it started happening more and more frequently. And it's, it's gotten to the point where, God, it's, Sounds so stupid. Oh God, I'm sorry for wasting your time like this. I... Please, you're not wasting my time. Think of this as an opportunity to vent if you like. I'm not going to think anything you say is stupid. Now, what is it that's been happening? I... Okay. Um... I'm afraid to go to sleep. I keep having nightmares, I guess, but... It's like they're worse than that. I remember them. And these nightmares, could you describe them to me? You're going to think I'm insane. Sometimes I think I'm insane. Lucy, I can't help you if I don't know what you're dealing with. If you don't want to tell me about them right now, we can talk about something else. No, no, it's fine. Okay. So imagine you're in a massive room full of people. And then all of a sudden... You can see every single one of their faces in perfect detail, all at the same time, all at once. And you can hear everything they're saying and thinking, all their heartbeats, smell of their breath and deodorant and sweat, feel the oil on their skin, all of it. It's, it's like you're having every thought and feeling you've ever had your entire life happening simultaneously. Like, I'm not even sure if this makes any sense. I think I understand. And that's what these dreams are like. Sort of. I don't even know how to describe it properly. It's like... It's like... A sensory overload, you know? Take your time. So... I'll be in bed, dreaming. And I could be dreaming anything, like I'm in college, or in some made-up fantasy land, or reliving something from when I was small. Like normal dream stuff, and then... Okay, it's like, it's, it's as if someone else is in the dream with me. Like there's this other voice in my head. Only it's not a voice, but that feeling you get when someone's standing too close to you or like you're being watched. Or, it's horrible. I'll be dreaming and then this thing shows up. And it's like the feeling of it being there makes everything around me sort of uh, sour. Uh, that's the best way I can think to say it. Sour, more intense, more real, but wrong somehow. And it's never the same dream either, but it's as if I'm having the one dream. And then it's interrupted, it's, it's hijacked. And then this thing being there makes me want to tear myself out of my body. Like there's something in my head that doesn't belong there and won't leave me alone. I see. That does sound very difficult. Yeah. It's surreal. It's like they're more real than real life. And I can always, always remember them, like, perfectly. I remember them better than most days when I'm awake, actually. Do these episodes occur every night? No. No, and, and that's the worst part. If they did, I might be able to get used to it or numb it or something. But instead, it waits. 
Like, I know that sounds crazy, but it feels like it's waiting. Like, it wants me to believe that even just the tiniest bit, that maybe it stopped. Maybe I can sleep a whole night through without worrying. And then I finally put my guard down a little bit and it happens again. Sometimes it'll be just once every two or three days. Other times I'll go two weeks with no issue. And then it'll happen three nights in a row. Like, whatever's behind it is taunting me. Well, Lucy... It almost sounds like you think something is doing this intentionally to you. And I know that sounds crazy. I know. But that is what it feels like. Like there's some sort of, I guess, intention behind it. I'll be completely honest with you. I've never heard of an issue quite like this. But it's certainly interesting to say the least. Dreams are one of the most complicated things psychologists study. And there's no general consensus in the medical community about what exactly is involved in influencing them. Though a lot of very compelling research exists. What do you think is the cause? As in, I've absolutely no idea. None. I've tried changing my diet, exercising more, exercising less, cutting out TV, listening to sleep hypnosis videos on YouTube. Everything I could possibly think of. Nothing has helped. Or when it seems like something did help, I get a few nights of actual sleep in a row. It only ends up being proven wrong and it comes back as bad as ever. I see, I see. All right. Well, let's start with the usual questions first. Have you been under any stress lately? Um, College and stuff, I guess. But if anything, it's the other way around. The sleeping stuff is making me more stressed out than anything else. I'd be happy out if I could just get some rest without worrying. I've been late a lot, almost dozing off in class some days. But the last thing I want to do is actually not off and have one of those dreams in college with people around to see me. Mm-hmm. And what about your family? Do you live at home? No, they're in Halfway. I'm sorry? <laughs> sorry. Um, halfway's out West Cork direction. A tiny little village halfway between Cork and Bandon. No, no, they're, they're great. I'm lucky there. My mum's been really good about it. She's the one who told me to come see you. Uh, her friend Denise recommended you. Did she have a similar problem? I'm delighted to be recommended, but I can't talk about my other patients, I'm afraid. Oh, no, no, of course, sorry. No, it's fine to be curious. I can tell you I've helped a lot of people who have had trouble processing things they can't explain, or think they can't explain at any rate. But in the end, there's a reason behind everything. And I'm certain your own case is no different. Okay. So back to your family. Do you mind talking about them? This is our first session and I want to make it clear you don't have to talk about anything you don't want to. This is a safe space. And nothing you say here leaves this room. No, no, it's fine. Honestly. No, we get on grace. I think it's been tough on them not having me around as much... They were actually talking about getting a dog the last time I saw them. No, I love my parents. (laughs) They drive me mad sometimes, but I wouldn't change them or anything. I take it you're living out for college then? Yeah, just during the semesters. And that's going okay? I love it. I I get on well with my housemates. And it's great feeling like I'm close to things, that I can just get up and go to the shop or the pub. Do you drink? Not that much, um... A lot less since all this has become a thing. It's done a total number on my social life. I hate going out anywhere because it's like 
there's this pressure and I'm always afraid I'll end up getting drunk and doing something stupid like you know I don't want to end up meeting a guy some night and then freaking him out when I wake up screaming so this problem has affected your sex life um uh, uh, yeah I guess don't feel like you can't talk about that here this is a judgment free zone if you're uncomfortable with the question you can say so and we'll move on no it's it's um it's fine um just not used to, you know, like talking so frankly about this kind of stuff. Um, well, yeah, well, I, I had a boyfriend up to around four months ago. And all this stuff was having kind of a negative impact on us for obvious reasons. I, I couldn't deal. Sometimes it can be a good thing to distance yourself from... I can't do this anymore. I don't... No, I'm done. It's not working. I'm just... I'm sick of feeling guilty and you're being so good and putting up with all this shit and it's like... Like what? It makes it worse. The fact that you're so great about it makes me feel even stupider about the whole thing. Like I have this guy who's putting up with all this shit he doesn't deserve and every time I see you it's like a slap in the face because I know if things were the other way around, I don't know if I'd be able to do what you're doing. Lewis, it's fine. I get it. Come on, let's just get a taxi and we can talk about this. No! It's not fair, though. It's not fair on you. And yeah, this is probably only going to make me feel even shittier, but I can't anymore. I can't keep seeing you all the time. So, you're just breaking up with me because I'm, what, too nice? Mark. No, it's fine, whatever. Fuck this anyway. Mark. Sorry, but I've been a great boyfriend. It's like you're just throwing this in my face that I've been supporting you through whatever this thing is that you're dealing with when we both know most people wouldn't and it's like you're just giving up and I don't get it you've been like this for months everything's the end of the world and all you've been doing is complaining and avoiding everyone I don't know what you want I'm sorry so am I just supposed to avoid you now no forget it look go get Whatever's going on with you, sorted. See a doctor or something. This. I care about you, and if this is what you need to do to feel better, then go no. for it. Well, let's get you a taxi then. This is Damien Tierney with Late Night Lounge. Coming up, we have Kaiser Chiefs. But first, Sunrise, a track by the local band Rowan. See you around, I guess.
should really help with relaxing and clearing your mind before sleep. Those in the breathing exercises we practice should hopefully have an impact. Hopefully. That's great, thanks. Now, our hour is almost up, so I want to suggest that for our next session we have something to work from. How do you feel about the idea of keeping a dream journal? Like a diary? Exactly. I think it would be a good way to chart your progress, for one thing. And perhaps making a record of the dreams you're having will throw up something you haven't thought about before. Maybe something they have in common might help us figure out what the underlying cause is. Would I be writing everything down, or...? Actually, I have something else in mind. This is a digital voice recorder. I use them to record some of my sessions to review later when I'm making notes. Sometimes they're a necessity when dealing with clients with criminal records or other issues. It helps to document for legal reasons, you understand. Makes sense, yeah. Was I being recorded? No, I need your permission for one thing. Anyway, this is for you. You press the red button to record, use the symbol on the screen to rewind, etc. I'm sure you're well used to all that kind of thing at your age these days anyway. So, I record myself describing what I dream? Well, ideally record when you're going to sleep, state the date and the time at the start of each recording, then do the same when you wake up. First thing you do while it's fresh in your mind, record a description of whatever you can remember from your dream, no matter how minute the detail. Dreams often feel silly when we talk about them in hindsight, but don't let that stop you. This is a tool that we can use to help solve whatever this problem is. And you never know, you might end up enjoying it. <laughs> okay, yeah, sounds simple enough. Oh. And before I forget, you might find this useful too. A CD. Probably a bit retro these days, I know, but I want you to play this while you sleep. It's just a bit of white noise in Delta Waves, but it's clinically proven to help people relax and reach REM sleep more easily. Okay, I'll try it. Thanks. Well, that's us done for today. Hour's almost up. Thank you very much for coming, Lucy. And I'm looking forward to our next session. Thanks. This was a lot easier than I was expecting. I really appreciate it. Not at all. Have a good evening. Oh, and don't forget your coat. Recorded at 3.52 a.m. October 25th, 2016. Okay, what the fuck? That was... It's never been like that. I don't even know if I should be recording this. I mean, what the hell? But, okay, breathe. I'm holding a sword. An actual, massive, sharp, metal sword. I I just woke up and I was holding it. Okay, what is even happening? I, I was dreaming about having a sword and then... Okay, okay, no, wait. I'm getting ahead of myself. Right. Just, just go through everything from the beginning. I was... I was in medieval times, I guess. Like Game of Thrones type stuff. Like in my dream, I mean... This is all way too fucking weird. Okay, I need to try to remember. Um, I was a knight or something. 
I, I was wearing this massive suit of armor and my old maths teacher from when I did my leaving cert was there too and we were in this massive hall talking about something oh, I have no idea and, and then then everything got really cold and I knew I knew straight away what was happening it was like I woke up but I was still asleep and I knew I was dreaming I wasn't in the armor anymore I was just I was just me but everything else was the same except for it except for what was in the corner of the room. I couldn't see it. I was looking at it, but it was like my brain wouldn't let me see it. Like when they censor stuff on TV with those pixely boxes, but blurrier. I couldn't tell you where it was exactly. Like I couldn't say how big it was or how much of the room it was actually taking up. All I knew, it was massive and it was dark and it was getting closer. And I ran, I turned and I ran and where I was going was inventing itself as I got there as if corridors and doorways were springing up as I needed them to get me as far away from it as I possibly could. Eventually I ended up outside, it was dark but, but not dark how dark normally works. It was, it was as if everything around me had inverted I guess. So it was like the scene changed or something like you know in dreams it's like you're in one place and another suddenly it feels like time passed but you don't know how much and I was in a boat it was long and narrow like a canoe I guess and it was moving down this dark river and either side of me there was these tall trees lining making the whole place feel like an enormous corridor dug into the earth I remember looking out into the trees but I couldn't see anything just more trees stretching out forever and I looked down and I I still had the sword gripped in my hand. And that, that was when I felt it. Whatever that thing was, I knew it was back and it was close. And I remember hearing it. I could hear the thing in the trees now. And the trees, they'd gotten taller, thicker too. They'd doubled in size at least. And the river it was narrower and there was this tightness in my chest. There's like this pressure in my ribs. <coughs> bruises on my chest. What is it? No, 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 no. You have to go through everything. I need to remember what happened. I was in the boat with the sword and I could hear, I could hear the thing in the trees and then... Lucy, are you okay? Fuck. Yeah, just on the phone. On the phone? Lucy, it's like four in the morning. Did you knock something over earlier? Hop on. I know you don't sleep. It doesn't mean you have to keep the rest of us up. Well, I have the early shift in the pub tomorrow. I already told you. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Um, sorry, Adam. I'll keep it down. It's grand. Whatever. I need to be more careful. Okay. I'm trying to remember. Something came out of the trees. It was, it was like, it was huge. But it didn't feel like it had a beginning or an end to it. It was like gas, but more solid. It, it still looked solid. It, it moved towards me, and I knew if it reached me, I'd, like, I don't know. But it would have been bad. Like, I know that. But I, I was still holding the sword. It felt like second nature. I picked it up and swung it right as it was close enough and then and then 
that I think that's when I woke up. And it was there, the sword in my hand. I left go of it and it clattered off my bed onto the ground, which is probably what woke Adam up. I turned on my lamp and my knuckles were white from gripping it. My room is latched from the inside. The window doesn't open wide enough for anyone to climb through. Every bit of common sense I have is telling me that this is some surreal prank. I just woke up holding a sword I dreamt about and I have no idea how. Lucid is written by Liam Cuthbert and based on work by Liam Cuthbert and Emmett O'Brien. Episode 1, The Sword, featured the voice talents of Marie O'Donovan as Lucy, Dara Keating as Dr. Moore, Laura Brown as Mary, David O'Leary as Mark, Robert Galvin as the radio host, Shane Corcoran as Adam, and me, Kira O'Brien, as the voice of the credits. Our theme music is composed by Myrne Joyce Hearn. This episode featured music by Rowan. Sound design and editing by Luke Jason Farrell. Production coordination by Alex Herlihy. Special thanks for this podcast goes to Emmett O'Brien, Alison McCarthy, Johnny Hanrahan, Irene O'Mara, Maria Young, Keith Clancy, David Slevin, the staff of CIT Cork School of Music, Oliver Pemble, Alex Herlihy, Karen Pearson, Murrin Joyce Hearn, Murrin Nirylik, Quiva Brown, Claire Regan, as well as all those who helped make this project a reality. Lucid is recorded in CIT Cork School of Music in Cork City, Ireland. Like the show? Review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find us online at www.lucidpodcast.com or follow us on social media. Just search Lucid. That's L-U-C-Y-D. We'll be back in one week with Episode 2, The Wheat. And now, a haiku. I once had a dream, a hand reached out and tried to pull me underground.